Gillette, what is your story and what are the three things you love about this specialty that you have as an editor throughout your career? Because I know you have been involved in movies such as The Grinch Stole Christmas, Despicable Me 3, which was really great, The Secret Life of Pets, and many, many more. So I actually grew up in Israel. I'm originally from Israel, so kind of kind of small country. Um, and I I came to France to study, and I studied uh, film in university. It was very ba- very standard uh, uh, film studies, not not animation at all in a university around Paris. I also did one semester in New York in an exchange. So so I was not at all in animation originally. I really wanted to do live action. I wanted to write it to direct. Which is still I'm still uh, aspiring to do, um, and and during my studies I, I directed, wrote and directed a few short films. I started working as an editor on some short films, and I so, somehow really by by chance I got offered a position on, a, on an animation feature film. This was about twelve years ago. It was called Number Nine. It was produced by uh, Focus Features and Tim Burton at the time, and and I was an assistant editor on that. And, and this really opened a lot of possibilities for me. I was a first assistant editor, uh, which means I got some cutting. And this project brought me to Los Angeles, to Canada. It was a long story. This project just moved around a lot. And, and after this one project, which lasted maybe two years, I went back to Paris and found a position in Illumination, Illumination Entertainment, uh, Illumination the Gap, which did the Speakable Me. This was the first Speakable Me. And I was an assistant editor on that. And we were not sure it's going to be such a success, but it was, as, as people know. And then I just stayed in Illumination for maybe 10 years. Uh, first as an assistant, but very quickly, I got to what we call an associate editor position. So it's like the, the second editor. We have two editors on these big movies. Uh, on Despicable Me 2 and 3 and, and, and uh a Secret Life of Pets, uh, The Grinch, as, as you said. So all these movies, I was most of them I was associate editor, which is an editor position and just not the lead editor. It's actually kind of comfortable position. You have less politics and more and more cutting. Um, so yeah, so the, and so this is sort of this is sort of generally how I came to, to do this this work. And after Illumination, I got hired on Uncanny, which is obviously a very different kind of show than, than the Illumination movies, which is which is really great as an editor to to experience different style. In parallel to this editing career, I, um, as I said, I, uh, I'm writing and directing, so I did most short films for now, but I did some, some, some training in some important film school here, and I'm developing a few feature film ideas with some producers and some serious ideas, also with Portiche. Um, and I'm also teaching at Goblin, which is one of the most more well-known um, animation schools in, in the world, I think. Uh, I, I, I help the students who are studying at Goblin to, to work on their uh, final movie. So I help them with the editing, but actually also with the writing. And we also do these international online workshops, which are really, really interesting. This started only like two years ago. And there's, there's several different ones. There's like two or three weeks workshops. Uh, the ones I intervene on mostly, it's visual storytelling. So taking an idea and in two weeks trying to uh, push it forward, develop it, work on the, on the writing, on the concept, uh, in order to, 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 to encourage the people to, 
to uh, take their projects and do something with them. Now we have people all over the world in these classes because they're online, so it's very, so it's very, very, um, it's very easy to do. Obviously, it, it's not for free, but but some of the people who did that are actually then went and got accepted to Goblin, and they're now my students in Goblin. So, so that's really something which is which is very very helpful. Now, also me when I was younger, I was doing some of these workshops at the time it was less online, but all these workshops of of writing or drawing or, or you know however whatever field you're interested in are really really uh, helpful, uh, not only to learn skills which is also important, but also to get in contact with, with people around not nowadays around the world because of what the internet can can offer to us and and can even find people to connect with and work with on the other side of the world through these workshops. Um, so this is something which is really, really important getting developed a lot. Goblin is actually planning to maybe propose a full courses online of, of two years or three years, I'm not sure. Um, so 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 really this this opens a lot of opportunities for people, for example, in South America or in Central America. Uh, uh, I had quite a lot of students from Mexico, for example, um, and and I also also worked for a Mexican company, actually on some feature films, and I did that uh, in distance. Vlad, you talked about being a writer and a director at the same time. It's, it looks like a, an amazing opportunity to know exactly how to write something that is going to be easier to digest or to analyze or to accept my uh, director team, right? Mm -hmm. So um, what's your take on the storytelling as, as how important that is and how, how different it is to be a writer and a director, uh, whereas some people are just writers and just shoot the, the writing to the director or to investors and they decide if they like it or not. What's your take on that? Well, I think, I think it's two different skills. And, and some people can do both and interested in doing both. And some people are not really interested or, 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 or you know, have the competence to, to do both. And it's, it's hard to know when you start. Many people want to be writer director and which including me and, um, and you, and I, I think, I think the, when you're a writer, the, as you said, the storytelling is the, is the is the most important thing, and you have to really, really practice really a lot in order to to get the structure of to 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 have the feeling for structure and how each project should be structured, whether it's a feature film or a series or a short film, and, and whether it's following a very classical uh, storytelling uh, devices like such as you know the big animation movies I was working on, um, or whether it's something a bit more um, uh, artsy, I would say, or some a bit different kind of storytelling, but you really have to to master that, uh, and this takes a lot of time and lots of practice. And you know, it's still ongoing for me. I'm writing all kinds of projects, and I'm still learning all the time. Yeah. So, um, so, so this is this is about writing, and writing is also a very it's it's a bit of a lonely work. I mean, sometimes you work you work with other people, but you have to basically sit at home and or somewhere and write for many 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 hours. Um, directing is a bit of the opposite because directing you have to be a person 
it's, it's a bit like um, if you have an orchestra and you have to, you know, just, just work with all the musicians. As a director, you'll have many different departments to work with, uh, whether it's live action or animation. You'll have to communicate with them and you'll have to really, um, really be a sort of a master uh, organizer of, of talent and use other people's talent. Uh, so it's a very different job than, than writer. Um, obviously, it's a very visual job because you mm -hmm. have to envision uh, how each shot would look like, how they would cut together, etc. Um, but I would say that yeah, the biggest the biggest difference is you know is is, is uh, uh, the the temperament of the work. You know, both of them are storytelling. You know, one is the writing. The other one is taking these words and put them in, on, on film or on video and animation, whatever. But I, I think it's really different, uh, different kind of people that, that go in this direction. Some people do both, not everybody. They, they don't have to. It depends also on the system. In France, often we have this auteur system that it's considered that people write and direct it's together in, in cinema. This is kind of the classical way of thinking about it, where in places like the United States, these professions are completely separated. And sometimes people would write and direct, but it's definitely not the majority. So about the storytelling, did you say that it's very important in the, I mean, it's very important in the edition part, I think, which is because you have all this footage and you have to convert all this footage in one and you have to do all the, all this musicality to make it the movie or to or the series, right? So what type of softwares or techniques or styles do you usually use uh, like in order to edit a film or part of a series? As an editor, we usually, I usually work on Avid, uh, the software Avid uh, is for most of the bigger projects I've worked on. And, and you know, Avid also has a system of servers that you can work with several people on the same project. But I also used uh, Adobe, uh, Premiere, and Final. I used to use Final Cut when it was still like more, more pertinent. Um, so the software is a bit less important, I would say. I mean, it's, it's, you have to know it. But the importance is just knowing what you're going to tell and how it's, how it's supposed to be told um, in order to, to really become an editor. You know, because the, the good editors of editors that people appreciate to work with. It, it's not so much about the software they know, it's about what they bring to the story. What have found to be the best way to deal or to comfort with producers and directors of big movies, less the ones that you have said, concerning layout or editing approaches needed to increase, I don't know, dramatic or entertainment value of productions, like thinking sometimes out of the box and then you have to throw it to the director. How do you deal with all of that? The director and the producer and then you edit in and all of that yeah this really depends on, on the type of structure you're working so for example the last three years i've been working with Fortiche uh on hurricane uh and we work for riot work with riot games uh, very very closely the showrunner is, is in los angeles but uh but this this was this is a very close relationship i have with directors and 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 we get a lot of um Liberty, experimenting things. Mm -hmm. I mean, we have a limited amount of time, obviously, right. but the, it, it is encouraged to, to to come and propose parallel editing, move sequences around, uh, change change the sense of some things as long as it fits with the with the writer's vision. Um, so you really can have a lot of liberty to propose things. 
Now, when I work for Illumination on, on, on bigger, bigger budget, uh, more mainstream movies, it was expected that we first follow the script and we, we, we do the sequence, each sequence as it's as written and then show it to the director and then we show it to the, to the producer, which is, uh, which is kind of the, the real boss, the producer of the movie, in Illumination in this case. Um, so you have a little bit less, I mean, you, have, you can propose things, but it has to stay in this line of, of, uh, of mainstream, um, uh, accessible movies. Um, so it's it just, and you just have to, just have to adapt, you know, you just see, I worked on both and I like working on both, but some people uh, don't, you know, I, I was fine working on both, it was interesting to work in both structures, but it's just very, very different. So it really depends. With some directors and producers, you can, you know, you can suggest turning the entire narration around and do something very different than what was intended. And in some projects, you you don't. Like, there's no point in trying; it will just not work. You know, if you work for TV, for example, uh, often you know you you just expect it to do a good professional work. Uh, you mentioned Arcane, and you mentioned it's quite different than most of the works uh, you have done in the past. So talk to us about Ar Arcane, the pipeline, and how you work on that. And also about the Fortisha Copper Company. Like, what is the story about that? Yes, yeah. So yeah, Arcane is a very, very exciting project. And I mean that more sincerely. It's, it's really, it's really, um, when I got hired, I wasn't sure because Fortish, Fortish, if you looked in the website before, they only did just a few music videos, <laughs> some, some, some clips or riot about League of Legends uh, game. No, I, I don't play video games and I never <laughs> played League of Legends. What's interesting, first of all, it's very ambitious storytelling wise because it, it's very dramatic and has a lot of characters and it's trying to develop a lot of characters in a very dramatic way in a way that animation often does it's it's very rare that you do that especially in, in television um pixar does it a bit uh, not more than a bit does it well but on a in a bit more mainstream all family direction and okay it's very, very adult um or young adult and so so it was very ambitious also psychologically if you've seen it you know it's, some 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 characters with big psychological problems and, and and it's very interesting how storytelling how do you treat that now if you notice arcane is a lot it's very inspired by live action um it's you have a lot of short shots which look a bit like we a bit like you put you use several cameras and and some shots are like really short and you know they're just like inserts and it's more stuff that you do in live action and less in animation when Traditionally, it's more like steady shots and very clear. And Arcane is going totally the other way. This is the, the wish of, of, of the directors, uh, Arnaud and Pascal and Jerome, the, the three guys who did Fortiche. And, uh, and I think this is what makes it very exceptional. Also, the technique of using 3D characters over 2D backgrounds, which mm -hmm. has been done before, but not to that extent, not to that extent of having very realistic, very, very designed 3D characters and special effects in 2D, which really allows us to, to push our budget much, much further. You can have buildings exploding, which in 3D would be extremely expensive. And it's just matte painting. So some, just somebody just drew it. So, so it's actually, you know, kind of cheap to do it relatively. And, and, and it's, it shows that it's 2D. You're not trying to hide it. So it gives a very, very interesting look 
which which I think is the partition for people. Saying. Do you see the technology going in that direction, Pilar? I see, uh, yeah, I know in France, everybody wants to do partition now. And many of my students in Goblin say, oh yeah, we want to do something like that because it kind of looks new. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, I think it's breaking the, the bound, the very traditional boundaries of 2D and 3D. And I would say even with live action, animation live action, because, because we use a lot of live action influences, even voiceover and, and just, just the way you narrate things like the time lapse, things that the animation were not done that much before, because it seemed like animation was for kids. It had to be simple. Uh, so, so I think I think Arcane is, is pushing some limits there. Most people in Latin America, as I told you before, we began this recording. They just put their dreams in their backpack. So, um, I think we would like to hear your final words in order to inspire those people that uh, are talented, but uh, somehow they haven't been given, or they believe they don't have the chance to uh, put their talent into work. When I work in, in Portiche or in Illumination or also in the Goblin, you know, we have lots of people from all over the world who come to work for, on these kind of projects. These projects are almost always been in English and, and we have people from Latin America and from Asia and from all kinds of places and they, they're excellent talent and often and, and, and people, people always look for talent, always. So obviously it's more difficult to come from, uh, you know, from a further country or, or with less, with less good conditions financially, et cetera. But, uh, good talent can, can find its way into the industry. So I really encourage everybody to just, just believe they can because, because people do that. I work with people, you know, come from Mexico, from a small town, very poor town, and they just have talent and they somehow manage to, to get into Goblin school or, or, or show. And so, so, so I, I think I really encourage everybody to, to pursue this dream. And okay, you have to work hard. You have to work on your projects and training and try to get into communities online, internationally. Um, but it's totally possible. People, people do it every day. Gilad, please you. keep in touch. We are very pleased to have you and thank yes. you for your time and for your message to all our community.